0: Gentlemen,
1: let's broaden our minds. Prince. Here's Gorlami.
2: The watchers, the watchers. Watch. Oh. The watchers. The watchers. The watchers, the watchers. You are a child plaything. You are a sad, strange little man. Watches the watchers.
3: Hey guys, welcome back to Who Watches the Watchers. My name is Ian. This is Paul Damien. This is Kenny. Um, I'm one of your hosts. I'm also a host. I'm a host too. I have two guys interrupting me for, a, for some reason. This is Paul Damien. Um, but my name is Ian Elizardi. I'm your host today, and I'm joined by my other hosts... Paul, Damian, Weedner, and Kenneth Durbin. Why would you don't say
0: my, my name, out name there? <laughs> like that? I want you to bleep it now. I'm gonna leave it in. <laughs> no, I want you to bleep it. Okay, uh, I... I am in witness protection. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very upset right now. Well, So, uh, are you guys that ashamed of this show that you? No, I'm. Wanna... A, I'm. A se- I'm... I'm ashamed of my last name. Oh,
1: <laughs> I have to run from the Italian mob again. No. <laughs> Y'all are never gonna see me again. Well, the w- the rate that Ray Liotta and James
3: Con and the Pauly are <laughs> just
1: dropping off the show, I think you're okay. <laughs> oh no, Tony Cicero died. That was yeah. so sad.
3: They all died. Um, r- may they rest in peace. Uh, this week we're talking about Thor: Love and Thunder, mm. directed by. I don't have the fucking psycho TV. No, actually, it was directed by James Kahn
1: Oh, really? Do yep, Italians yeah. go to Valhalla?
3: <laughs> they go to... Um, it says Taika Waititi. They go to... Uh, th- uh, the the moon in the sky is oh, a big pizza pie. That's, yeah,
1: that's right. They go to the big moon in the sky. Yeah. <laughs>
3: um, t- today we're talking about Thor Love and Thunder, directed by Taika Waititi.
1: Um,
0: uh, yeah, let's
3: get into it. Oh my God, here right. we go. So are. I love
0: seeing another movie about Korg. It was it was good about Korg. Yeah. I mean, that's what this movie was about, right? I mean, that's this movie was about Korg. Was he in, what he was like the main character? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you not notice?
1: No, I didn't notice. <laughs> he is in it a lot. I mean, and that is something that I'm just making a joke. What's yeah. interesting yeah. is that Taika Waititi did decide to have his own personal character pretty heavily supplanted throughout the entire film, but I mean, he, they established him has. Thor's like right hand in Thor Ragnarok, and we even saw it more in like Infinity or in Endgame and Infinity mm. War. So it makes sense that he'd be like our Korg wasn't even in those, was he? Casual. He's like no. show, well, he shows he up when we first when we first see all no fucked up Thor. And when he's but all they fat. don't really establish him oh, as a right yeah, hand in endgame. Man. That's in endgame, right. That's but right. he's right. not he doesn't he's do quantum infinite. jump with him. No. It was more just my point being is that we see him as being like his best friend or like right hand buddy. Yeah. You know? So it makes sense yeah. that he would be in this story you know right
3: do we and even... and can... hold on hold on hold on i'm just confused and so korg is in the movie uh-huh. did what did you guys think he died beforehand or something
0: no
1: he's just i think his issue being with how lit. much
3: he's
0: in the movie oh <laughs> no i just think it's too this movie sucks balls <laughs> this movie fucking sucks and there's a lot of problems with it and one let's one talk of them about it is yeah. You know, unfortunately, I love Taika Waititi, but mm-hmm. him being so, I guess, egotistical that he's like, my character is going to be the everything that tells everything in this movie. And I get it.
3: He's you know, the director an and hated. narrator? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're like, nope, just direct.
0: No narration. And it's just, I don't know. It's just full
3: of shit to me. But you you were fine with Korg.
1: I mean, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I, I agree with the, the point that being that it, it is kind of crazy that Taika Waititi did decide to implant his own personal character so heavily into the film and like a big issue that I, you know, that I have with movies is like Uh big exposition dumps and we do get Two of those like heavily from Korg in this film right at the beginning where it's like, okay, instead of showing us what we've been up to with Guardians of the Galaxy, what they kind of do montage through the dialogue. We just get a heavy exposition dump of this is what's been going on. This is what those characters are. And then we get a second one later on. that's like, okay, we really need to hammer out what the fuck happened between Thor and Jane Foster's relationship. Let's have Korg do an exposition dump over it on how what happened in their relationship. How come it
3: doesn't work here? But it does in Spider Man Into the Spider Verse.
1: As far as an exposition dump goes, I think because it maybe in like an animated or quirky environment like that, it just feels more organic. But you're right, that is a very similar Mm. style that was in that movie that gets re kind of rehashed in this. Do you think Taika Waititi is cringe? I think, okay. I think
0: he's trying a little too hard.
3: That's what it is? That's what I'm asking. This is what I'm trying to get down to.
1: What is it? My issue as far as Taika Waititi creating this film is I felt more than ever this came off a little insulting to me as an audience coming from Taika Waititi, who who loves him as a director when it's his own ideas he's getting to create, which, Mm -hmm. I mean, he obviously helped co-write this movie, Mm -hmm. but, like, Jojo Rabbit is an amazing film. Hunt for the Wilder People is one of my favorites, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. so many of his own personal ideas, I think his quirkiness and, like, and, honestly, vanity works within, you know? Like, him being Hitler and Jojo Rabbit worked because it was him choosing to take on the worst position in the story versus Korg being, like, an amazing character you know to, or you know like a positive character i guess i'm oh, you know, okay. getting at to like follow along with you so know
3: besides him talking so much and also having jokes that don't land mm-hmm. what else does he do
1: so i guess for me what i was getting at as far as like feeling insulted was that this story felt like he literally went you don't have to write it. This doesn't have to have a good story. It just has to look good and be fun. And people and people are going to spend hundreds of million dollars to go see this movie. Like, it's, watch. He's like, I can put a shit movie on the screen and everybody will still come and see it's, it.
0: Yeah, it's one of those situations where it's too big to fail and they know it's too big to fail. So they can do whatever they want.
1: And, I, you know and what's what I wrong mean? with that? It's insulting. It coming is, from something like Everything, Everywhere, All At Once, which we talked about recently, which is so, the opposite but, of that. It's like a passion project. They're why, just
0: not trying. It doesn't feel is, like they're trying. In a way, it feels like they're trying too hard, but is it be, It feels like they don't give a fuck as well. You know what I mean? I wanna, it's
1: weird. We're coming I wanna on know, strong. I, I want to <laughs> know what that means. Um, Did you enjoy this film? Yes. Coming from you. You're I like, loved this movie. Through.
3: I cried several really? times. Yes. And I'll get into that yeah. as we go. But yeah, mm-hmm. this is maybe one of my favorite Marvel movies. Interesting. Along with Ragnarok. And I think it's because this, I I say this a lot. This is not at all precious to me. Mm -hmm. Like the comic books come first. This is Mm -hmm. like bubblegum ultimate universe for me. You know what I mean? And so I'm always distracted on how this movie is going to come off to others. And that's where I'm like, I see that problem. I see that problem. I see that problem. And this is the first time where I was like, I don't care if there's problems. Because this movie was never meant to be everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. And I agree. You know what That's I mean? That's true. And so, like, if if we're... Let, let's talk about the story. The story here is that it's actually expedited through these ex- expeditions. Mm-hmm. Ex- Expositions. Expositions. Yes. And perfect make the movie shorter i think the movie had to fluff with dialogue that felt like oh they're still talking for real a lot of scenes was was like holy shit they're really still
0: talking yeah. and i don't understand it the... felt really drag- dragged
3: out yeah and i feel like i i was like i don't understand what they're still saying that i didn't already got get telegraphed to me like four minutes ago and the conversation's still going on that happens like four or five times in this movie And it's because I bet you anything, Taika Waititi was like, all right, I made the movie. It's an hour and 30 minutes long. And Disney was like, "That's people are going to be pissed. Twitter's going to have a fucking shitstorm because it's an hour and 30 minutes long. What more can you put into it? And so he had to fluff it out with all this extra shit. And fine. You know, whatever. Korg, I get. He doesn't land with everybody. My theater was in an uproar. And how funny
0: this movie oh, was. Oh, really? Yes. So was my theater. And yeah. I did not have a good theater experience as well. <laughs> Interesting. This yeah. is the best theater
1: experience I've yeah. had in a very my, long time. My
0: theater thought this movie was one of the funniest movies of yes. all time. I Everybody I went to the theater with to watch the movie, eh, they thought the movie was okay at best. Yeah. So th- it seems like Thor is the new Will Ferrell.
2: Yeah.
1: For real.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that upsets you guys because you're like, Thor is is supposed to be God that pick up cool hammer.
1: Well, well, that's one thing I wanted to talk about is Mm -hmm. after the calamity of Thor Ragnarok, where Mm -hmm. I went into that movie with the complete wrong mentality of what I was getting myself into, that wasn't my mentality going into this film. I was ready for 80% Taika Waititi goofiness and 20% Marvel filler. You know what I mean? Like I was ready for this quirky, silly film, which is... Without, beyond a reasonable doubt, what we were delivered, I just, it's possible to do that and still give us a story that matters. Or, you know, like, I don't know. There was just story so like, elements that like, I felt like.
0: What story does that? I think I'm just done with quirky, silly Marvel movies. That's, yeah. And, you know I what mean, I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm I'm done with the bullshit. And But at, at the same time, those movies have never really been my cup of tea. Anyways. I've always liked more serious maybe right. action or thriller movies anyway. I think Guardians 1. I think it's just getting to me. think Guardians Galaxy 1 was the best. You guys are doing two things No, at
1: you're same good. Time. No. You're, I just thought he was he like paused for so long that was me then. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. I think Guardians 1 to finish the mm-hmm. thought I was having before that thought which was uh is the best example of that. What is the you story know, of that? Uh, of doing the combination of like quirky and silly characters mm-hmm. in a bubblegum world but still having at least a can, cohesive story, what in, is the story in Guardians of the Galaxy 1 yeah,
3: it's the same fucking shit as this movie you gotta go get yeah. this thing from this guy to do this thing over there, it's the same thing go to Zeus, go to the collector, go to this, go to that it's
1: the same thing but it feels more cohesive, at least I feel like the characters motivations make more sense and maybe you know? it feels that maybe.
0: way because it was one of the first Marvel movies in this kind of setting mm-hmm. to, to start this trend and so now it doesn't feel original anymore. Guardians you know? of the Galaxy. Well, Guardians of the Galaxy or like the new Thor movie. Yeah, it's the same thing that we've it's seen before. Pr- yeah. So it it just feels less original, and I, I think maybe that's what's getting to me as well. You know. And see. Uh, yeah. Every time we talk, that's why I don't want to do Marvel movies on this podcast. <laughs> right. Because every
3: time I'm like, what is it though? And we mm. can't hammer it out. Mm. And so I want to get to the bottom of that because, like, literally. All of these movies are the fucking same thing. It happens every time. And I'm just here for the ride now. Like, I expected a soda, and the soda tasted like a soda. You know what I mean? And I think that that's not good enough for most people. This tasted
1: like a soda that had been sitting open for a week. It tasted flat, and it, it and, tasted and, like
3: the same Coca Cola for- formula that's been going on for years.
1: See, and I don't. I, I <laughs> guess that's where I'm in disagreement. Where once you want again, a brand new flavor every time, no, not even keep the fuck it. Keep the same fucking story beats and everything, but you can still make cohesive characters who have rational thoughts and motivations and actions. You know what I mean? Where like was the, the
3: irrationality
1: here? A lot. Uh, all of Gore... I mean, once again, Gore. the thing with Gore in this movie is they mm. followed his beats in the comic mm. book relatively well. Right. He comes from a planet where the gods just didn't give a shit, you know, and his family died and so now he believes that gods don't deserve to live. Sure, that works. Everything he does after that is silly and doesn't make any sense to he that. He doesn't even do anything. Else. Exactly. And um, in the, in the, ultim- cool. the ultimate MacGuffin they give us at the mm. end, Eternity, looks cool, but that is exactly that. It's the curse of an ultimate macguffin that can do anything it has the power of whatever so it's like so just like the comics it's it's, no because
3: eternity same function in the comics you mm -hmm. don't like
1: it i don't think it it's gonna break the movie movie like this where if you're gonna have this thing that can do anything Mm -hmm. you're you're there's too many there's too many things you know and so that the final big arc of this is so was so silly to me which (laughs) was that you can just wish for your daughter back. It's like Gordon never thought about that in the entire this whole thing yeah. like at least in the comic books the god like his motivations the end game of it mm. all makes sense It's he's still just trying to kill all the gods in a way that that's the only thing what he's doing could mm-hmm. do Right. he's building a giant bomb out that, of a, a you know, baby god out of a baby god that will giant MacGuffin yeah that'll but at least the only thing this bomb can do is kill all the gods it's right. not like it can throughout do, all of space and time yeah it's not like it can do anything once he builds it and right. then it's like oh you can just use your big bomb to bring your daughter back and he's like oh didn't think about that it's just stuff like the sword
3: (laughs) he still believes in the god at the beginning of the movie Mm -hmm. the sword corrupts him to not believe in the god anymore it's the sword that's doing it this time not gore true so the sword's like oh daughter what are you talking about you had a tragic dog it drives
1: him insane it drives him insane they do argue and
3: and fucking christian bale obviously saw uh fucking the batman movie he was in and was like (laughs) i want to I want to crack at
0: that. Dude, I want to be crazy and creepy. Dude, honestly, I what if I can say anything about this movie though, Christian Bell did uh, an amazing job. Yes. I actually think hands down best acting in this movie.
1: And like, that's, I, I really feel like so. I, I agree. And it, and he did a fantastic job for what he did, but it felt out of place for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? How like so. I, it, I feel like these were all people working on completely different levels of care. And so he felt like, Even though this worked better, he felt like, uh, what's his fucking name? The Alfred from the Batman, the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Oh, Uh uh, Michael Caine. Michael Caine in the fucking stupid Muppet. Christmas Carol where mm-hmm. he like took it way too seriously while working along a bunch of side puppets he like kept a theatrical tone the whole time mm-hmm. but that worked in a silly way for that that's what this felt like to me where Christian Bale was like acting on a whole other level than mm-hmm. that this movie even wanted to be or take I can see that. seriously so I was pulled out of it a lot where exa- he felt like mm-hmm. his acting just didn't fit it didn't it didn't belong you know like yeah. in this like gumball universe you know that I was watching you know there were some
0: cool things um, like this, this movie was entertaining to me. It was, it was shitty. I did not like this movie, but only because of like a uh, structure, structure wise and yeah. story wise, because like I said, I, I just feel like they don't care, mm-hmm. um, to make a good movie. They just want to have fun with it and that's fine. You know, fuck it, have fun with it. But I'm just, I, I think I'm just sick and tired of it. Yeah. Um, But the movie is beautiful. There's a lot of really cool things in the background if you just pay attention, you know? yeah, Like the celestials and stuff like that, the different gods. Omnipotent
3: Omnipotent City. Yes, which is from the comic books. So everything you guys are complaining about came from the comic books. Um, Yeah, I mean... Not everything I'm complaining
1: complaining about. As I just explained.
2: Yeah.
3: Um, But yeah, so what else? What else did you guys hate?
1: Well okay, the, see that's where I was like we're coming on very strong. I didn't oh. hate this movie. I didn't love it, but I didn't fucking hate it either. Mm-hmm. I, the biggest upset for me was the fact that I felt like Taika Waititi didn't give a shit to write a good story. You know, and I, I, and, I, and I think it shows. I think you go watch any of his other films, including Thor Ragnarok. It has a more cohesive story. Sure, the beats are are similar to things we've seen in the past, but you can take similar beats and still make them feel more wholesome. And I just mm-hmm. didn't get that by the end of this film. It I don't know. It just really fell flat for me in that way. But beyond that, exactly, it there's a lot of fun to be had in it. There's a lot of you know neat stuff that I got excited just to get to see visually put to screen you know from exactly the marvel comics that we've read and experienced before Mm -hmm. so i like and and i went into it with the mentality of like all right this is something to have fun with you know and so that i i tried to as best as i could throughout it and there was a lot of stuff that was pretty cool i thought the entire like 80s intro uh was pretty neat you know like i i really liked the Gorgon, is what i called it at the beginning (laughs) where it was like him like losing his daughter like all of that really started off strong for me I, I really liked the emotional beats we got at the beginning you know it just kind of kind of like, i i thought it was kind of silly that once he picked up the sword he all of a sudden just instantly had the makeup on he mm-hmm. went from being like human toned to all of a sudden just being like the white version of himself right at the beginning which i thought was kind of hilarious but i liked that hilarious yeah that it, it, it just felt like it was just like one shot to the next he was just like all of a sudden white <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah um because like he's not an alien. Like in the
1: comic book, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like he's much more humanoid. Obviously, right. yeah. do you think they're tattooed? Obviously, they're not tattoos. There, I guess. I don't Just know. Like that's their coloring because oh, his daughter also, has them.
3: Yeah, but they're tattooed. Babies. And then I, they made that gold god his actual god mm-hmm. that he was like, and that's what's going to bring up, too, yeah. which is not in the comic book. And then obviously, they didn't do the all black kind of stuff with the sword. They mm-hmm. exclusively called it the Necro Sword mm-hmm. or the Necroblade, whatever. Um, and so that detaches it from Null. So this really did feel like its own thing. separate thing, like head to toe. And then it made me think, like, you know, this, this isn't even actually the gore from the comic books. Because mm-hmm. gore from the comic books is maniacal in a different yes. way. And it made me think about Thor the Dark World. And how Malekith is nothing like Malekith from yeah. the comic books. And then it made me think, like, they must have decided all mutually and probably with Christian Bale as well. Like, I don't want to do all the makeup. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like he probably spoke to Eccleson, who played Malekith and was Eccleson was like, don't do it. Don't do the makeup. It's going to be hell. And I'm sure that that's what fucking happened here. Like, they're just like, let's avoid Voldemort comparisons and let's avoid having to put so much makeup on our yeah. core, like, get yeah. our, our one Oscar maker. <laughs> well, Natalie Portman too, but yeah. still. You know what I mean? And so it's just like, that from the get-go they were like, it's gore. But just as as Thanos is Thanos, Thanos. and Malekith is Malekith in quotes. Like, none of these fucking characters are ever going to translate the right way. That's and true. all the designs are bad. And They've been bad. I think... Out of all the MCU, Captain America is the only one that looks good. Mm-hmm. Like it, cuz it's easy. Cuz it's easy, exactly. Yeah. And because it, it makes it more utility rather than, you know, mm-hmm. the weird
0: chainmail spandex that he wears in the comic books, which I think also
3: It's looks the great. it
1: translated you know, the best practically. <laughs> right.
0: You know, now that you're saying all this, I'm kind of thinking about it and like w- when I think about what I kind of want, I guess out of some of these movies a little more serious tone. Right. And when I think about Thor 1 and Thor 2, yes. Um, those did take a more serious tone, but who the fuck talks about them? Who yeah. cares about them? I know. You know, so it's like after that they found a stride and they're hitting that same stride. Yeah, they have so to... I can uh, you know, I can understand why they're staying there because they're trying to keep Thor relevant because when they tried to stay more true I guess to the way the comic book plays Thor, mm-hmm. um, it nobody cared. Nobody wanted to see that. That's fair. You know what I mean? I think
3: Thor 1 performed pretty okay. Yeah, yeah. And then
0: Thor 2 was panned.
3: But I think I still... I love both those movies plenty. I do too, but I I don't
0: think the vast majority does.
3: That's fair, Yeah. yeah. And so now you're right. It's almost like they have to... They're just pressing the same button over and over and it's like... Do we do the serious one or do we do the get money button? And
1: they're just yeah, pressing the, the get, get money button. Whoa, button.
0: If we want to do a serious one, we have to get a lot of money first.
1: <laughs> now, the, seri- so, the serious one has spider webs over it. <laughs> <and> it hasn't <laughs> been touched in years. You know? yeah, <laughs>
3: last time they touched that was Endgame. And it was like they pressed both of them at the same time. Exactly. They had to build yeah. a
1: new money button because the first one broke from excessive <laughs> pushing. You know?
0: And that's, a, that's another thing. The money button's also the joke button. Exactly. You know? yes. So it's like... They
1: they they've went from
0: ruining a serious moment with a joke mm-hmm. to there's no more serious moments. It's all jokes, right?
3: Yes, yeah, no, that's
0: that's exactly right. Mm-hmm.
3: And this movie is the,
2: joke like fest. epitome yeah. of that. Literally, my mm-hmm. joke fest.
3: My
1: theater was laughing. Mm. There was some Every, and there were some funny parts. I'll agree, mm-hmm. but like. What was your biggest laugh, you know? do you remember? For you personally, do you remember what moment like definitely got the... Because mine was something genuinely silly, I'm not going to lie, which was just the part where they're in the hospital and he comes in with all the snacks and he's like, some idiot built a refrigerator yeah. without a door. <laughs> like, that, yeah. that, that got a me. big laugh out of me. Like That, that one one <laughs> me, for sure. <laughs> because it's such a... That was, like, the perfect balance of emotional moment where, you know, he's, like, upset to see mm-hmm. where Jane is at in this moment and so you're feeling the emotion but then he comes in with some bullshit like that.
3: <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think I laughed too much, but mm-hmm, that was same. for sure mm-hmm. one of them. So where this movie shines for me yeah. is because I'm done expecting anything yeah, right. out of these fucking movies. And where this movie shines for me is that they killed Jane Foster, which they couldn't do. We're we're at thirty minutes. Let, let's take a
1: quick break, and, and then, then we'll, we'll talk come, about Jane dying. We'll we'll, we'll come back. <laughs> but Jane won't. or stuff i put einstein rosen bridge explanation for the millionth time because yes. <laughs> we needed because there's
0: new kids just like I mean, you that, know that's like wolverine fair. said and like what we said there's new mutants born all the time <laughs> so you got to let them know about wormholes that's you're gonna right. have to say all this again because
3: I, I started recording in the middle of you guys saying it well so. we're
0: just talking about wormholes and the einstein rose well, we also
3: need a moment of silence
0: oh <laughs> you
3: know, talking about fucking wormholes yeah.
1: and the Einstein-Rosen bridge, and how this movie felt the need to fucking Einstein introduce Rosenberg. it for the one billionth time because we talked about it recently and something that we've we seen must that, have. that paper yeah because you know, I made the joke the paper pencil through the paper you know mm, fucking unless theory. it was off pod which yeah. is very possible Bro, it was we were all
0: up in this yeah. fucking pod <laughs> but we were talking about the um the play right
3: yes played by Sam Neill, Matt Damon Melissa McCarthy and Luke, Luke Hemsworth, Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. and then directed by uh, Melissa McCarthy's husband who's in everything that she does so they were just all up on stage and laughing and having a good time and doing sparkle dust and everything and it you know, just do the gag again, but twice as as more. You yeah.
1: know, and then bring it back even a second time in the movie where they like played yeah. to make a
3: second
0: scene.
1: Where I think
3: like,
0: that part made me laugh, where they were like, "I don't think we got to know." Yeah, I'm gonna start <laughs> writing. Yeah, you know, just uh, like. but that was that's the part that's the scene that really actually did make me laugh because mm-hmm. um, we were talking about it before the break. But that's that's the scene that made me laugh probably the most because I was like because I just enjoyed that little bit. They're making fun of themselves. Yes. You know. Which the movie's already doing. Mm -hmm. Yes.
3: The movie talk, the movie, when narration, Taika Waititi as Korg talks about the multiple deaths of Loki. He, you know, he, he hits every, Mm -hmm. he hits every like. Inconsistency. Inconsistency Mm -hmm. with Mm -hmm. the MCU. And it's this movie, these movies are only poking at themselves anymore. They, all the movies do the same joke of like, Spider Man, there's a man of spider, you yeah, know, the he shoot him from his butt, yeah. And then, though, my favorite one was the first one that they did, which was in Infinity War, where Bruce Banner's like, There's a Spider Man and an Ant Man,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all these bug themed guys, all of a sudden, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> which
3: is in retrospect funny, mm-hmm. but it, I guess in the theater, I don't know, We're we're all comic book brain. Yeah, and so it's just like, where is the levity in this? Where is the the? Where's the heavy that goes with the? There's too much levity. Yeah, is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Where's the heavy that matters? Yeah, to
0: we anything? need we
1: need something anchoring this down a little bit. Right.
0: Like there. This used to be just comedic relief. Right. And now it's it's, it's just a comedy. It's just a comedy. It's the movie. opposite.
1: We right. have dramatic relief from the amount of comedy we've been right. getting thrown at yes. us all this time. Yes um
3: uh Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder.
1: I love that they're in. So much screaming our screaming boys. like that that exactly. Was oh, one of those goats? things.
0: Yes. Okay. And I was even <laughs> I asked, was like trying to figure it out. I sorry. was
1: even asked like do they scream in the comic books? And I was like honestly I don't know but they could and it would be it, I wouldn't know because <laughs> yeah. what, it's 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 a <laughs> written <laughs> format, <clears throat> <you> know.
3: <clears throat> <laughs> Oh god. Yeah, so they're in this movie. They're gifted by the king of Mars Pro, or Pro something. Bant or whatever. Yeah. The way that man speaks... He's like, speaks, get him the fuck out yeah, of here. <laughs> the way that man speaks and talks, that's how I imagine uh, fucking... What's his name? Christopher Christopher Walken's going to be in the Dune sequel.
1: Just <laughs> 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 like, kind of like a little yeah, shuffling old like, man. Uh,
3: take him from me. You know, just like... <laughs> Um, Anyway, so Tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder in this movie. And there's the scene aboard the Milano where they're screaming. And chaos is happening everywhere. And I always forget what Mantis is up to. Because literally... I forget that she's, like, a super-duper empath. Mm-hmm. And so she's just doing feeding off of whoever she's next to. Mm-hmm. And so one scene, she's laughing her ass off at them screaming. And then the next scene, I think Nebula is going to kill one of them. And she's also standing there with something that's not a gun. Yeah. Like, also pissed and wanting to kill them. And I'm like, that's good shit that they're just putting in the background there. Like, the MCU, half of it now is just what if... Comic books were funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What if it was all just funny all the time? And then the other half of it is like, what if that's the other problem I have is like, what if it's so serious? It doesn't make any fucking sense. Yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's Captain America. That's the Falcon and the Winter Soldier show. Yeah. It's so
1: serious. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It just
3: doesn't. There's no real grounding to it because no one's acting like a human really. And except for the Winter Soldier, except for Bucky Barnes, he's the only one that's like pointing out hypocrisies with like John Walker. Yeah, he's like, I wouldn't touch the door of if I are you? You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, and that's fine. And I guess that's what the first two phases
1: were anchored on. Was that seriousness? Yeah. yeah. I I've, I always felt like the early Marvel movies were trying so hard to be practical. They wanted yeah. a level of practicality to them, Like, this could fit into our world, yeah. you know? And I feel like we've lost that. We lost that kind of at the end of phase three and have now definitely lost it coming into phase four. For sure. Where it's like shit's just crazy now. Yeah. We got wormholes opening up in the sky and fucking. Yeah. Doctor Strange can just do think, whatever the fuck yeah. he wants. I
0: think it was like um, they're, they were trying to get you to be able to accept them mm-hmm. as a normal, uh, as a normalcy. That way they could do whatever they want. Because it's already out outlandish, you know yeah. what I mean? No, yeah, for sure. The idea of superheroes, yeah,
3: and that's I think where I think everyone struggles because mm-hmm. no one knows how to portray this. They want Purple Man collecting magic stones in space, <laughs> but then they also want like, yeah, but Captain America shouldn't be able to pick up a car, right? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it it's weird. It it's like people want the Dark Knight, but also want I don't know. Transformers. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> Michael Bay. <laughs> yeah.
3: I don't know. It, I don't know what to do with this and here's the 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 last negative. There's no end game in sight.
1: Oh yeah. There's no there's nothing that all of this is building to. I had someone talk about how they can't wait for us to get out of this like nostalgia era we're in where they're just bringing back nostalgic oh. shit from the past I'm like that's going to be an endless cycle. Are you yeah. talking? I was like, sure, now they're ripping off the 80s, and then it'll just be the 90s, and then it'll just be the early 2000s. Yeah. We are always going to be, be the 80s dating again. yeah. And then we'll go back to the 80s and do the 80s a third time, you know? Yeah. I was like, that's that's never going to stop. We are now officially trapped in this nostalgia element of, like, bringing back the shit that felt mm-hmm. good from our childhoods, you know? So, I cried twice this week.
3: Once at this movie, and then... Okay, I, tr- I cried twice this week about MCU dumb shit. Okay. (laughs) Once at this movie, Mm -hmm. and at another, it was a cruise ship. It was the Disney Cruise Line. One of their dining rooms has a play-along thing where Hmm. Ant-Man and the Wasp are doing Quantum Realm shit, and Sam Wilson, Captain America, and Miss Marvel in her costume, which from the comments said hasn't happened in the show yet show up and so does Carol Danvers and they all fight Ultron played by James Spader and I guess it's in the MCU I don't know what? and so this happens in the dining room there's screens everywhere yeah. there's buttons that you can interact with and basically they're just asking you to help them shrink and reshrink the the ship to f- help fight the Ultron drones as they're all flying in and they're all played by themselves Like the real
1: actors. Yes.
3: James Spader is James
1: Spader. That's great. Ultron is James Spader. Yes. (laughs) And
3: they're all there and you just see the screen and apparently up on deck, they're all fighting up there and and battling the drones and all this stuff is happening. And then at the end of it, people dressed in the Ant-Man and Wasp costumes Mm -hmm. with the helmets on so it obscures that it's not Paul Rudd and Angela Vanneet Lily. Um, They walk in and they thank everybody and they're like, hey, kid, you did a great job, you know, and and I cried and I think it's because of nostalgia and I sometimes forget that I at a very young age was exposed to Marvel Mm -hmm. like pre Sam Raimi Spider-Man. I was I had all these cards that my cousins would give me. I had all these
1: action figures, action
3: figures. My mom would take me to half price books and I'd buy a comic book each weekend, you know, just dumb shit like that. And so all this time, and I didn't even know how to read for some of that era too. And so I would just see these characters and be like, they're a complete mystery to me. And I love them. I don't know what they do. I don't know what they are, but I love them. And then I saw this happen and I was like, I can't believe that I live in a world where
1: this exists
3: where yeah. Ant-Man can just walk into a dining room and people are excited. Yeah, there's memes of Thanos like crumping and 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 <laughs> not crumping. But the yeah. what is the twerking butt, twerking? Yeah. Yes, but what is What's the butt butt one? <laughs> and hmm. I live in a world where that's everyone's knowledge. Everyone knows what the fuck Thanos is.
0: Everyone knows yeah. what
3: twerking is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, no, Thanos and Ant-Man are like common, yeah. And so I think that's why I get so fucking hurt when people hate these movies, because yeah. I'm like, they're not movies.
0: They're experiences. Yeah, you, you seem, <laughs> they're not even experiences, they're you, junk food. Yeah, Honestly, you so did true. seem kind of offended when- I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna came, trim this episode you, pretty good. The early part
1: you of it, we chilled out in the second half. You
0: came out really <laughs> offended
1: because
3: i I think i'm i'm done i've submitted i've both quitted and submitted (laughs) because literally if they got rid of these movies tomorrow i'd be like that's fine i still have thousands of comic books i haven't
0: read yet i also don't want to say the same thing i always say that's which is the fact that this movie cost 250 million dollars and looks like shit
1: yeah And those helmets we prayed so much were just for the trailers were definitely not for the trailers. You
2: have
0: no idea how many fucking people told me, not just Mm y'all, how many fucking people told me, oh, that's just for the trailer. It's going to look way better when the movie comes out. No, (laughs) it's copy and pasted. Yes. Well, what upsets me about that
3: is, yes, they had always planned, I guess, for the helmets to just generate onto their heads. Once we saw it, I was like, that's why. Yes. I guess thunder magic. Thunder magic.
0: Thunder magic. Well, it's just like how Thor gets his armor. You right, know, Through yes. thunder magic.
3: You know, I guess beforehand I had always assumed... You know assumed, exactly the yes, scene I'm talking about, sorry. I guess beforehand I had always assumed that it was Heimdall releasing it on the mm-hmm. Bifrost for them. Yeah. But now I guess it's just they can just make strong metal appear on their heads if they want. <laughs> and this is another trope that I hate in all of these superhero movies is... um. I guess it's like uh, nanotechnology.
1: Yeah, mm. like the Ant Man helmet, how it does the exact same thing, the f- on yes. and the f- off. Yeah, the well, Star Lord helmet. The Star Lord helmet does the same. Generates shit. Generates
3: onto his face. Ant Man or Iron Man can just generate huge, dumbass-looking cannons mm-hmm. that that I don't. They don't look like anything that's ever been designed before. I don't understand and it's it. it's Nanotech yeah. and it's nanotech. And then now this with the the Thor helmets. Oh, and then Bloodshot in fucking uh suicide squad oh yeah he where he just shit. had all these weird
1: connection things i'm just like this looks dumb as shit you take a tiny little box stick it on your gun and all of a sudden it becomes like 10 times yeah. its size and it's like spinning yeah. and shit and it's like where did that fucking come from that's <laughs> exactly. not how a technology works yes um i hate that i'm surprised they didn't do that with like captain america i'm actually now oh, that we yeah, talked with, like, about full generated yeah but at least he has a practical helmet that yeah. he has to take on and off because he's old-timey <laughs> true <laughs> He's got the the forties helmet.
0: He's like, this is how we did it back in my day. <laughs> um,
3: I want to talk about Jane Foster. Okay, she dies in this movie. Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda. I think uh, Jodie
1: Foster. I found it, also funny bits for me.
3: I found it very appropriate that she died in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yes. So she does not die in the comic book. It's the same story. Every time she picks up the hammer, it retroactively, it undoes her chemotherapy.
1: And I like they argued it's taking away her mortal life, too. That was yes. a good way for the movie to kind of place it. That was like, that makes sense, that it's like stealing her mortality. All you know? of that
3: stuff, her being able to pick up the hammer, all you know, gore, you know, only not even killing that many gods. You just see snapshots. All of that is expedited in a way where I'm surprised... You guys didn't like it, th- or I don't know if you guys did or didn't, but Thor is always the focal point. Mm-hmm. Thor, Thor, not the mighty Thor, no, not Thor. Valkyrie, not yeah. Korg. Mm-hmm. Thor, Odin, son. They get to have their bits in there, they get to have their retroactive actives also. But Thor is literally in every scene.
1: Yeah. No, I did definitely appreciate yeah. that, that he was much more of our centerpiece in. It never really felt like he, I mean, even though he obviously is like kind of a bumbling idiot at points in time in the mm-hmm. movie, it never felt like he was being like stepped on, you know what I mean? I always felt like he was our hero mm-hmm. in the story, you know, it never felt like anybody else was having to be like, let me show you how it's done right now, Thor, you know, like it was him who has to go on to defeat Gore by himself, right. you know, like, well, they so I fully, really appreciate
0: that. They're fully embracing the fact that Thor is the strongest Avenger. Right. You know, yeah, or, other than Hulk. And the
3: longest lasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely. <laughs> um, But, you know, everyone was worried that Jane Foster was here to Replace. usurp Chris Hemsworth. And she did not. She was... Mm-hmm. She would not. She was a side part of this main story. She was a hinge on the action. She was a detriment to him because he either was worried about her, was weirded out that she could do it and then didn't even want her to be at the final battle you know what I mean like this is all for Thor everything Mm -hmm. was for Thor and you know I I see people complaining like oh you know they're going woke with making she Thor and
1: all this shit and it's like they for the movie you know no, and I mean, all the, all the context and referring to her as the mighty Thor and stuff, I thought was done perfect. You know what I mean? Which is, that's exactly what it is in the comic books too. She is the mighty Thor. Exactly. She's this person who, at a time when Thor is no longer worthy of the mantle, goes on and picks it up. Whatever the semantics Taika Waititi had to do to get there, I thought worked out just fine, in my honest opinion. You know, mm-hmm. like, I want to believe she was worthy even before the cancer, but it's basically like, cause that was one thing they did in this was making fucking Stormbreaker and Mjolnir, like, sentient a little bit more which they know? are in the comic books. okay yeah. and i guess <laughs> but... they never realized that to this extent where they obviously had emotion and personality <laughs> yeah. where stormbreaker's throwing a fit half the movie you it's know?
0: more like they made them his ex-girlfriend <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah. but he would i call them buddies yeah. yeah no
0: yeah i mean come yeah. on yeah i mean but once again, it's
1: the joke yeah they were life partners yeah well once again mjolnir being willing to take care of another ex-girlfriend though i mean that's some that's some pretty good love you know yeah. that literally he was just like take care of her and that's called it a really was triangle. magic. And I liked so that. I loved that. I'm not going to lie. I that was one of the things this movie <laughs> That's mo- another thing that expedites. Yeah. But that was one of the cheesiest things this movie threw at me that I was like yeah. I honestly loved that. That the, the, the yeah. idea that Thor just loved her so much that Mjolnir that it was it turned it, into it, magic it, it, and, and and Chanty. Mjolnir, yeah, was like, "Oh yeah, no bro, I got you. She's dying. I'll, I'll fucking protect her." You know? Like, <laughs> so um this movie could have been an hour and 30 minutes long. It could have been Oh, that.
3: let me talk about the comic books. Are you guys okay with me spoiling the comic books. What comic books? Mighty Thor. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I think I've read a good bit of Didn't Mighty y'all Thor. do it on the podcast? No. no. This you're, is... you're thinking of God Butcher. I'm
3: talking about the end of Jane Foster's tenure as Thor.
1: Oh, Which okay. Which I think we've talked about before. Yes. I think I'm pretty confident. Uh, you know real how... quick, in the comics, did the hammer
0: just choose her?
3: Yes. Yes. Yeah, she was just... Because she was willing to put her life on the line regardless of her chemotherapy to save others... By picking up the
1: hammer. And that's what makes her worthy, is the yeah. fact that she's like, I don't care if it's killing me. I just want to protect. Mm.
3: Yeah. Um. So in the comic book, oh, God, I'm going to cry. <laughs> she does not die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes to Valhalla. She she fights Mangog. Mangog's going to destroy all of Asgard. She risks her life for Asgard. She goes to Valhalla. Odin meets her there. Od- Odin's not dead. He just breaks into Valhalla. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> no, you're going back home. Yeah. And Jason Aaron, who wrote it, (laughs) he, you know, she was Thor for a while, years. Um, And he would get letters about how she's helping them, people with cancer. Yeah, people
1: Mm -hmm. were helped by her character. They're like, please don't kill her. (laughs) Well,
3: it's not only that. He felt like she had to be the symbol that there is hope at the end of it. For these people. Yeah. And so her dying in this movie is, like, I get to have both, you know? Yeah. Because, like, that's the realistic thing that would happen. I don't know. No,
1: but you're right. I mean, there is hope for these people, but at the end of the day, that that this is the much more realistic take that it would be, yeah, that there would be an ending to the story, you know? And it it all worked incredibly well, in my opinion. I definitely, you know, got very... Is that where you cried in the movie? Was her passing?
3: No, no. I, like, that... Unfortunately, that was so much was going on in that instant. no it, what it was was i wasn't sure if they were really gonna fucking do it true mm. and so when it happened at the very end where she shows up at valhalla and uh heimdall's there and he lets her in i was like oh that's awesome but i didn't cry because it was an after credit oh, scene with i no haven't build up. seen
0: yeah. i didn't see the after credit Oh, scenes. okay so yeah she shows they, up... everybody wanted to leave okay <laughs> like i'm telling <laughs> Did you, you see this
1: movie with a crowd uh, it was I Amber. Saw it with
0: Amber, her sister, dad, and mom. Okay, yeah. Um, regardless,
3: yeah. So I didn't cry because there's no buildup. Yeah. I was just sitting there watching Waiting credits. For it. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I cried when, and this is probably something you guys hate, but I cried when Thor was able to imbue thunder
0: for oh, it's the rest the of kids. the children. dude. That was okay. I loved the little girl with the lasso. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, sick. I was like, that would be so cool if Thor had a power like that. Like, yeah. if he had a weapon like that. He could, like, like throw Almost like a whip around. and yeah. shit, yeah.
3: It's almost like what they were kind of promising us with Wonder Woman 84. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Yeah, true. <laughs> um, and Thor being able to ba- it, literally physically it, pass on his heroism to children and influence them, like, I am a hero you can be heroes too. Yeah.
1: Literally physically by giving
3: them thunder,
1: I, I cried. And emotionally by getting to jump in because of Heimdall's son and be like, y'all are fucking badass for surviving yeah. this situation, you know? Yeah.
3: <laughs> that was also a cool surprise was Heimdall's son. Yeah. Just, okay, let's give him a son Axel. and he's here and he's cool.
0: I don't know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <And> his name's <laughs> Axel or...
0: Well, his name's Astrid. Right, yeah. But he likes to go
3: by it's Axel. Axel now. Which, here's another thing. I fucking hate Guns and Roses the singer is Axel. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and they're like the fucking theme of this movie, but I it works. It works. Yeah. It works as much as it can. So that, that there's a lot hinging on this movie for me Yeah, and why it was suddenly emotional for me and why it impacted me so much. And I don't know. I just, I, I saw so many people on Twitter saying, oh, dude, it's a fucking hot mess. It's, it's, disjointed, it doesn't know what it's doing, and I saw all of that, and it still got me. Mm -hmm. It's still for me, because this is what I love. This is my shit. If you look around the room, this is my (laughs) shit. This is your shit. You know what I mean? And
1: like... I don't see Thor anywhere in here. I have a whole... A whole are, shelf that, full of Thor. That's Beta Ray Bill, boy. It's still Thor, that's that's my true. man. That's, our, <laughs> that's cooler Thor. That's yeah, who that's, I wish showed up in this movie. <laughs> it's literally four Beta Ray that Bills. Was, that was one thing that this movie did have that I did enjoy that was kind of like a a, re, a retcon of the comic books this is obviously based on which was that in the comic book you know we get the young thor the avengers thor mm. and then the old man thor as like mm. the three thors that have to then go on to fight gore right and we kind of got that in this being yeah. valkyrie mighty thor and then obviously odin's son being the three thor-esque elements because once she gets thunderbolts you know fucking yeah. stupid zeus's dumbass weapon yeah. which we haven't even talked about russell crowe's whole yeah. wonderful bit in this film. <laughs> um, <laughs> but what's it called i i liked that we got one these three thor elements and, and yes. so like even though it kind of goes along with the helmet mentality of like i guess he has this power set now it was awesome to get to see him pass on the man you know all these little kids get to be like thunder children for a minute you know yeah. and fight the battle and it felt like it belonged in this movie you know yeah. which was basically doing exactly that like fuck it we can break rules like what this what rules exist in this universe yeah. really you know so um yeah, let's talk about Zeus. Fucking um, <laughs> omnipotent city. Which I mean, it, it, why couldn't they've just done Olympus if they were gonna have Zeus running the show? Gone.
3: Well, in the comic books, Olympus is gone. long gone. Zeus died yeah.
1: like a bitch. He didn't die. Yeah. So uh, spoiler, not dead? spoiler no. to the oh, Afri- I haven't seen scenes. the after yeah. scenes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he is not dead. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
3: So they fight Zeus. He's got a Greek because accent because he's a Greek god, I it, guess. It's Greek, yeah.
1: I guess, um, and he is a Greek god. Mm-hmm. So Just, that's what i'm saying you yeah. think he had to have this yeah this, this greek accent russell crowe yeah. put on because he's a greek god right i was like is this racist
2: yeah. um it felt a little bit
0: but at the same time i was like nah he's greek
1: yeah it's a, it's a little racist maybe <laughs> you know was...
0: he wouldn't he wouldn't be speaking latin is he australian
3: where's russell crowe from uh, that tracks that sounds good know. to me um never mind uh, non-american <laughs> yeah <laughs> but anyway yeah he shows up he's in this movie um he flicks off thor's Clothes. garment. we get we to see, see some buns bare ass just like in ragnarok before we got to see hulk's bare ass yeah and then just like the dark world before we got to see eric Selvik's bare ass so i guess it all tracks it did,
1: huh? it's just thor loves, loves to some show buns bare ass yeah mm-hmm. in um, the first movie we saw the fucking destroyer's ass yeah, so. <laughs> yeah that's true tracks yeah. big metal
3: ass um, anyway, so Zeus is in this movie. He serves no purpose mm-hmm. other than entertainment. It's, uh, it's highlighting that the Gore gods, is not totally wrong.
1: Gods,
0: gods don't,
3: don't care. They don't
1: give a fucking yeah. shit. Mm-hmm. That Gore's mission isn't totally off placed, you know, right. or misplaced, <laughs> which
3: it never took anything away from Thor. It only built upon him. Where he thought of like, oh, Zeus is so badass, but he's thinking like, oh, when I was a kid, Zeus was so badass, and then he goes there and he's a has been, you know. Never meet your heroes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, that's fine. We got some cool three, you know, rendered shit, mm-hmm. all CGI fight. They oh, they do two fake out deaths, or deaths. They don't. They don't. We don't see them die and then come back. They just. Look like they're about to die, maybe. Yeah. With both Korg and Valkyrie, mm-hmm. which once again I parade this movie because they don't have to be on the battlefield at the end of the movie. See, another
0: thing about that is that stuff happens all the time in yes. Marvel movies, and it's gotten to a point where we make jokes about it. You know, mm-hmm. we're like, Everybody oh, oh it's, a, it's a Marvel movie, like the, nobody's gonna die. Yeah. And see, that's another thing. That's why I also parade them killing jane foster yeah you know because it's real yeah they made it they made her a super important character especially by this point Mm -hmm. you know um obviously she's an important character but they they it really looked like they were pushing for something here and then they didn't do it you know what i mean right
3: yeah yeah, no, I mean, it's just a good way to get them off the table. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's the only way that action movies can get them off the table. It can't just be like, you know, Valkyrie's grandma calls him, like, hey, I need you to come help me, yeah. you know, build a thing or something. You know, Valkyrie would be like, grandma I can wait. You know, like, we talked about it, I think, in Solo, where we were like, oh, one character gets you know, physically harmed and the other character would go take them to a doctor and then send Woody Harrelson off yeah. with Solo to it's, do it's the way to separate. Of the, instead them. of killing them off. And then this movie does it and then it's still criticized. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like it's, there's no middle point anymore because everything's been done. It yeah. seems like, like everything's been done to death and the movie, the Marvel movies have been done to death and I still want to watch every
1: one of them. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. Because of the nostalgia, you know. Yeah. No. Because it's this is our shit, you know. And at the end of the day, if the movie's gonna have the word Thor and gore and fucking eternity in it, we're gonna want to go fucking see it. You yeah. Know?
0: I think a lot of times now, I I'm watching the movies for the podcast. Yeah. Like I don't. I, I don't care anymore. I really don't care anymore. But I still... At the same time, I do. Because I still want to watch... I want it to be worth me going to the movies yeah. and watching it. You know That's what I mean? That's the other thing. Like,
2: I,
3: don't, I don't
0: think this is worth going to the movies for. Yes, I don't. I really don't. And <laughs> I, I it gets you know. me every fucking time <laughs> when y'all like want to see a movie that comes out. And it's like, yes, I do too. But... I don't know if that movie is worth me going right. to movies. And I mean, the only I'm, ones
1: we force you to go to are Marvel the,
0: movies, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And but that's the mo- those are the ones Oftentimes, I'm complaining about. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, I don't know. I feel like Marvel movies and I guess just theaters in general have really ruined theaters for me. Uh, yeah, I mean, cool. they've they've just gotten so much worse. Yeah. It
3: feels like my best experiences in a theater lately have been non Marvel movies for yeah. sure for 100% sure. And not, like, not even tentpole movies either. Not like, I didn't see Jurassic World, but I'm sure if I went,
0: you know, opening weekend, it would have been full. It was, see, I went when it came out, Mm -hmm. and I really, like, the movie sucked, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. I had a good time with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, and then, I saw two movies this week. I saw uh, the Minions movie, uh-huh. which we have made jokes about doing on the podcast. Yes. Now I kind of want to yeah. because the movie was really enjoyable. Yeah. I had a fun time watching that fucking movie. That was the best movie I've seen all week. Did you wear a suit? No, I should have, <laughs> right? <laughs> they wouldn't have let you in. Yeah, they wouldn't have let me in. They've been banning people. Um, but I mean, like, I the the biggest difference between the Minion movie and Thor is the fact that you can tell that they gave a fuck when they made the Minion movie. Oh yeah. The Minion movie takes They put their well, they put their heart and soul into that shit. You can see it when you watch the movie. Like they really tried. Yeah. You know? And then when it comes to Thor, Love and Thunder, I can't tell if they're trying too hard or not trying enough. You know what I mean? And so it it's just really mixed emotions that I'm getting from it.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, um, I I I feel lame crying at these movies. No, you don't. <laughs> well, I I know that you guys want to like you know shield me from that criticism, <laughs> self criticism, but I do like it. I I I don't remember what it was, but I saw someone watch something along the lines of like I don't know Ninja Turtles or something, and they had a childhood with that object, whatever it was, and they cried. During For the me. modern
1: Ninja Turtle, movies, yeah. yeah,
3: And I was like, what a fucking sad <laughs> What a, are you serious? What a guy? loser, man. <laughs> and now I'm like, oh, shit, but I'm doing that now. And it sucks mm-hmm. because I have this weird, mm, in the early 2000s, late 90s, it was lame to like comic books. Mm-hmm. Amen. If you were in high school and you liked comic books during that time, You were lame.
1: Not even a nerd. You were lame. And that's like a whole other insult. Right.
3: You weren't even a geek or a nerd. You were lame. You liked lame shit. (laughs) I was a child, much like how children are now, watching Mm -hmm. these movies. And I was a child waking up for Saturday morning, Spider-Man and X-Men, you know? And that's where it's like, I got to always enjoy this throughout my life. Because as I was loving it, it was growing in fandom and so now we and now we're well no <laughs> now, now we're at, at the point epitome. well that's exactly right now yeah. we're at the point where it's like oh you like the you like the bubblegum movies you know what i mean we're at the point where it's like why does anyone like this dumb shit it, it's all passé and yeah. and and overdone and blah and no, nothing important happens in it but i unfortunately was with it the whole fucking time And so now I have to defend it or I get, I cry if I, uh, you know, like I just, I'm too in it now.
1: Mm -hmm. and it felt like the the emotion of the general public kind of had an arc where it was exactly like this is lame shit and then we got to like the peak of the initial mcu and it was like oh you don't watch marvel movies you're fucking lame and you were lame to not give a shit and now we're slowly getting back down on the low arc where it's like oh you still watch those fucking dumbass marvel movies Mm -hmm. aren't there like 60 of those at this
3: point if you're on film twitter they're
1: already at the way bottom they are like (laughs) that's not a film that's not a movie I, that's hilarious you wouldn't you wouldn't got in that new roller coaster yeah. <laughs> i can't i can't
0: understand how people can be so far uh to either side right, of an opinion like of any opinion in general and i think it's because i always try to understand the other people's side yeah i always 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 want to understand it and i'll i'll push my own feelings aside to understand it and it's so, it's just, when people are like that, it bugs me so much because I, I don't get it. Yeah. I, I don't, really don't get it. I don't either. It's like, like, how can you say, it's it's movie. You define what a movie is. That's yeah, a movie. Exactly. That's a fucking movie. Like, I understand you're you're probably trying to be really artsy about it, but yeah. who, gives be, be yeah. <laughs> who gives a fuck?
3: You want to be Scorsese's best friend one
0: day. Who gives a fuck? It's still a movie. You know yeah. what I mean? And so that's why I think
3: um, all movies are not equal. Yeah. And Definitely, they all get
0: graded on different grades, and I should I different scales. I change my mm-hmm. I change my grading scale every time we do a movie. Yeah, yeah you do, you know. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: yeah. So, Thor: Love and Thunder um the ending you know gore which i guess turned well we didn't really talk about eternity i, I was excited to see eternity and i thought it looked pretty fucking cool to actually get to see yeah. it on screen and, i was hoping and just have it more. just chilling behind gore in his existential crisis i was like this is kind of fucking sick like even though what's happening is frustrating me i love how it looks mm-hmm. and i liked that he that in the end it is his daughter that we get to see that's obviously like eternity conformed into this little mm-hmm. girl because we see the reflection in the water um but i guess her name is love and that was kind of my guess at the end is that I, she's I don't love think and he's thunder you know she like, had a, a name. name
3: um because thor just or Gore just calls her my love mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um and it's just more symbolism so that's
1: why i think they probably named her my guess is her name is going to be love moving yeah. forward when we and when and if we ever see her again in the stories you know but i thought it was a silly but neat way to like Keep the keep it going and yeah. basically, you know, there was no way Natalie Portman was ever going to be our, our replacement for Chris Hemsworth. She's, right. The actress is older than he is and there was no way she was going to sign on for three, four more of these movies Definitely as any not. character. Yeah. So that was why I was yeah. never really worried about that. But I think that's who this love character may very well be is I, who is going to eventually go on to replace him as that maybe like lightning themed god yeah. And, the adoration, you know.
0: And I love how they how they did that. We're like, oh, she was born from eternity, so <laughs> she's essentially God level being. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um I like her inclusion. I like that, you know, it took all of that time. Oh, Gore also loses his necro blade. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. necro They break it. They break it, shatter into a million pieces or whatever the fuck. And so I guess that kills him. Ki- no. Gets rid of his sway. Oh yeah. And to his finally see rationale and when jane's dying in thor's arms that's when he's like oh i don't have to kill everyone i just need one person back but he's already dying Mm -hmm. which they say you know you do you know how i know he was dying
1: they said it like 50 times he
3: said i'm dying (laughs) oh that's
1: right i'm dying Yeah. yeah
3: um and
1: so he wishes for his daughter i don't back. think i would have
3: known yeah. <laughs> otherwise even yeah. though they
1: mentioned it multiple times that it was killing him to have the sword <laughs>
3: um she he, yeah the daughter comes back gorse believes in thor
1: <laughs> oh so dumb right a lot of flip-flop un- emotions un- here. i did. love it Do you love it
0: uh, i was curious is the shadow realm a thing in the comic books the shadow
3: gray planet there's the yes yeah the there's, shadow realm the planet yeah. the shadow realm. okay
0: no that 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 meteor because no that's not the shadow realm cuz i'm curious mm-hmm. how long the shadow realm's been around in marvel because the first time i ever heard of the shadow realm was in yugioh true which <laughs> is where you send people after you defeat them yeah. in a game of Duel maybe Monsters. maybe it's not in the marvel universe i have no idea <laughs> There's yeah, no, I was just zone. curious because I, kinds of dumb shit. as soon as they said the Shadow Realm, I was like, "Oh, fucking, you where's where's uh, Pegasus? Huh? He's gonna be sending people to Shadow Realm. It, he's with Valkyrie. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, Pegasus is with Valkyrie. That's yeah, right. Exactly. That's right. Yeah.
3: Um, where was I? Oh, yes, Gore has an arc. He does believe in a god at the end of the movie, and it's to take care of his daughter, which mm. <laughs> might be impervious to anything, anyways. I don't, they don't say. Yeah.
0: He's like, hey, take care of my daughter. Keep her from harm. And then Thor's like, yeah, we're going to go beat some people up. Yeah. I'm going to go mm-hmm. take her to war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it seems like
3: this movie Thor's all about like, oh, children, children, soldiers, children warriors. Yeah. 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 Yes. Let's do that. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So Jane dies in that realm. The The first
1: after credit scene that you decided to miss is literally just shows Zeus bitching about Mm -hmm. how no one respects the gods anymore, and he's like, "You need to go." He's talking to someone off screen. He's like, "You need to go deal with this shit." Mm -hmm. And so, sure enough, it's just Hercules, yeah, you know, standing up in his very classic armor. I'm sure a more accurately cast uh, person. Do we know who the actor was that was playing Uh, Hercules in that moment? No one that really credited. No, no, he
3: is someone. He's. From Ted Lasso or something. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I wanted Henry Cavill, real bad. I would have liked Henry Cavill because how cool. fucking cool would it be if Russell Crowe was his dad in both universes? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, there that would have a been a cool reason Brett, to do that. Brett Goldstein, yeah. Brett was his name. Goldstein. And so I'm sure they cast him because maybe he is Greek. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know.
1: But he looked pretty cool. He and, did it, look... and they got the they definitely got the armor. Yeah, it looks pretty on point. It looks so. just
3: like the comic book. So.
1: Um, I mean, it could have been a fucking Eternals looking like full body, you know? Yeah, true. <laughs> like, yeah, standard Marvel look. So at least it was a much more classic uh, Hercules take. I'm uh, trying to f- think. It's literally him just being like, "Yeah, daddy, I go take her Thor now for yeah. you, daddy." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. And then yeah, the the last last end credit scene is, um, is Jane the, is, going to Valhalla. Yeah. It's just oh, Jane showing okay. up, and Heimdall shows up and is like, "Hey, what's up?" I wanted, I kind of thought it would be Odin. I kind of expected Anthony Hopkins you, to appear. Th- I'm if,
3: sure Idris Elba was a much easier get. Get, yeah.
0: <laughs> what if she was like, "I'm, I'm Christian." Like, I, <laughs> w- what's going on here? Why am I here? Where's my family? And my loved ones? What the fuck? You're not Jesus. You guys just fight and drink and fuck all the time here. That's that's not what I want. I don't want
3: to be in it. Valhalla. I'm not a warrior. Can you imagine? Uh, being a woman of science like she is and then just being like, no, but Thor's not actually a god. I believe in Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> I like that Heimdall says, thank you for taking care of my son. Mm-hmm. I did like that. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, you didn't see it. <laughs> uh, it was cute. Oh, uh, yeah. So we have to rate the movie. Oh, uh, yeah. We'll
0: I'll go ahead that. and go first. Since you love it so fucking yes, much. Yes, I'm going to give it a five. You're going to give it a five? Yes. It was it as good as everything, <laughs> everywhere, all at once. For me?
1: Just let him have it. I have five and a what, though? You have to add something. Oh,
3: that's right. I do have to add something. I'm going to go ahead and add a child soldier.
1: And one child soldier. Oh, nice. Her name is Love.
0: You know they have a lot of those in Africa.
1: <laughs> they have a lot of them in Asgard. All
0: right. Who's next? So, like, we get mad at... People like that's a war crime to have child soldiers. Mm-hmm. Should we bring Thor up on world crime? On like, uh, yeah, sorry, like, war nah, crime? they're not human. The children. UN will have a, a council <laughs> meeting about it and put them in court. Fair
3: world enough. court, yeah, yeah. inner world court. Are you going next?
1: Who's going? Yeah, next? Uh, I'll give it a 3.5, which is my honest uh grading of this movie. It you know, it's got a lot of fun. What do you mean, honest? Mine's honest. Mm-hmm. Is. <laughs> And it made me realize that I need to re-rate uh, fucking Mom at some point down the line because <laughs> um, I gave that movie too high of a score for what it was too. What did you give it? I yeah, gave it a what four. did you give it? You want to? So what, we can change it right now. No,
2: we'll we wait. have to wait yeah. till the watches. Okay. okay. All,
1: right. All right. All right. Okay. Um, but I give it a three point five. Hey, the movie. Is like a unicorn vomited all over the screen for about two hours. It's bright and beautiful and, and rainbow-esque. Uh, it's the gayest Marvel movie we've ever got in every way that was actually kind of awesome. You mean like it, happy? Yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean in, in the way that it was all beautifully surplanted into the movie that was enjoyable, you know, and like made it made it all work, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it's one of those things that like there's a lot of elements in it that were fun and I'm glad that they were in there. And exactly, I'm glad they killed off Jane Foster because that was something that I really felt like we needed a payoff for in a way yeah um i just yeah I, if anything i was always worried about how they were going to treat gore as a character because it was something very particular and i just wish they would have given his motivations and maybe his end game just a little bit more thought and yeah. time than what they actually did so really my biggest grief with the film was the story i just felt like mm. the story w- fell really flat and came off a little insulting and uh, straight up to me which felt like mm. It fell by the wayside. Mm -hmm. There was like so many more important things to get done in making this movie than the story was. I watched an interview where they talked about how there was a whole dance sequence they had for Gore Mm -hmm. that ended up just not getting shot and making it into the movie where it was going to be a point where he was like winning and he was going to have a whole dance number where he was going to be dancing with the Necrosword Mm -hmm. and Chris Hemsworth was so upset they didn't do it. (laughs) And I was like, you did that that right there. I was like, this is the kind of movie they were trying to make. They didn't give a shit about making sure the story was really good.
3: Um, real quick, I will say everyone has a lot of positive, Every all the actors, all the writers, mm-hmm. everyone has a lot of positive stuff to say about this.
0: Well, they had fun making it. Yes. You could
3: tell. They yes. did not have fun making the other two. Oh, yeah. yeah the previous two Thors. Oh, yeah. They mm-hmm. they bitched and complained the whole time. Even the the director of Thor The Dark World was like, "I that's my worst movie. Yeah. I hate it.
1: And I love it, but you know to mm. each no, their own. It, I, I enjoyed it. And it's commonly known that this is what Chris Hemsworth wanted from the character. Mm-hmm. He very much was like, no, I want to be fun and funny and like, yeah. I don't want to be serious and heavy-toned. You know?
0: I don't want to actually be Thor.
1: <sighs> I get it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> there is an actual Thor?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. There is. we We've made stories about him. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll give this movie. I'm, I'm not going to let Ian sway me. Yeah, no, give it uh, your real. I'm going to give it... When I was walking out of the theater, Mm -hmm. I said 2.3, and that's what I'm going to give it. Okay. Um, I feel like for the amount that they tried or overtried for this, um, that that's that's what they get. Um, Again, like I I'm basically just reiterating what Kenny said. Like there's just not enough substance there for me Mm -hmm. as far as the story goes, and. You don't spend two hundred fifty million dollars and have their masks look like that. Yeah, know? the helmets. Yeah, yeah. Like it's the whole, it's the airplane thing again. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Kingo's just, airplane. It's Did, you need to give a fuck. If you if had it's sat, a all or nothing.
1: If you would have sat through the credits, you would have seen that there was like over thirty different FX teams on this movie. That's every on one, one of movie. these movies. Though. I mean, it, it made me laugh because I was like, and then there's this FX studio. And now there's this FX, and FX studio. Right. And now there's this FX studio. I mean, it was just like a
2: countless that's list of every, studio, one one of the studio, 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 and, the studio, and the
1: studio. I bet
0: I bet one of them. It was in charge with for all the mess. One of yeah. one of those studios <laughs> was just, just in charge for helmets. all the all the helmets it's and they helmet just studio. fucked them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but
3: I, I mean, will say. Hold on. Happens. I will say the helmet looked better in Omnipotent City more than it did on New Asgard. It's the uh, lighting. Jane's. It's the yeah. lighting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it's Jane's, but it's no, it's not the lighting. It's the studios get them scene by scene. Mm-hmm. They don't get
1: just mm. one aspect of the. Fair yeah. enough. So one studio did the omnipotent. Yeah, scenes, you know, where they look pretty good. That
3: one was probably the biggest studio they had or the Um, five
0: biggest studios they had, you know? There was one scene Mm -hmm. where um, they're in New Asgard Mm -hmm. and where uh, Jane Foster first shows up and um, everybody's fighting around in the background Mm -hmm. and they go to like a a cutscene. They like pause it, go to a cutscene, right? Mm -hmm. And then when they come back, they're showing Thor, and in the background, people are fighting, but there's no monsters. They didn't CGI any monsters, <laughs> and then no they monsters. skip away to Jane Foster, and then when it goes back to Thor, there's, there's monsters, monsters in the everywhere. background where they're fighting. God damn! And it. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm one of the only people who noticed that, and maybe, maybe I, maybe I missed the monsters. Yeah, but I swear to God, Those there was nuts. no monsters I in the think, background for I a think moment. Think yeah, I think you right. might be right because
3: <laughs> there was plenty of times in that scene where I'm like, "This is obscured for a reason," mm-hmm. and it's just because they don't. That, that why are they building so many monsters for them to not show? I don't know. That I will give you all of that. Yeah. All of that shit is dumb looking. There's the scene on uh, the planet where he sucks them all, Gore sucks them all, and wraps them all mm-hmm. up in the, in the tendrils. Yeah, it didn't look bad, but it, I was so confused. I was like, "What
1: is happening right now? How Why does he have this power all of a sudden?" No, not even he's that. He's the Shadow,
3: he's a shadow King yeah. or whatever the fuck. But he just he like it goes on for so long that I'm just like, "Just do something. Just make a move. Make a movie happen." You know what I mean? <laughs> like it just goes yeah. on for so fucking long. But I will say the battle on the meteor mm-hmm. was a mm-hmm. lot of fun. And there was times where those monsters looked like stop motion. Yeah. And I was almost hoping that they were stop motion, but they weren't. Um, and you can tell that that was much easier for them to do because there was no actors in those fucking fight scenes. Oh, like yeah. the, With the whole darkness it part. It was CGI. Yeah. Like, was, crazy. And the only light was their weapons. Yeah. yeah. But, that that was fucking cool. Yeah, I, I thought it looked sick. Well, but...
1: scene I loved. I actually really enjoyed that scene because it really made Gore feel like a a, a scary presence where he like wraps all three mm-hmm. of them up like no problem and is like torturing them and forcing him to get Stormbreaker to come back. But then it's like as soon as Stormbreaker comes back, then he just can't do that. And he's like, oh, now I have to sword fight you. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> he's like now I just have to sword fight. Like I can't yeah. do any of this powerful shit where I just strapped up all yeah. three of y'all no problem. You know, yeah. like,
0: well, arguably. He was only able to grab all of them because Thor didn't have Stormbreaker. But
1: Jane still had Mjolnir.
0: Yeah, but Jane's inexperienced. Mm. Mm.
1: I mean, it,
0: unless they write it on the back of the DVD
3: case, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like, unless it's in the bonus like commentary. If Thor,
1: you know?
0: if Thor had Storm, Stormbreaker right there, he probably could have been like, electric shock, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah, for sure.
3: Um. Okay, so that's love and thunder uh i had my hissy fit best movie of the year we all did (laughs) best movie of the year fives across the board yeah um thank you guys for listening uh we don't know what we're doing oh morbius comes out next week yeah we're doing oh
1: fuck we have to do morbius we're doing two great marvel movies back to back
3: so i'll i'll bury the lead now we already recorded the morbius episode, and we're rushing this one out so it can come out sooner um but yeah so come back from Morbius. We more we, of this. <laughs> yeah, I gave that one a five also. So
0: yeah, and uh, and a school of bats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh damn it! That's what I should have given it. <laughs> just a school of bats, not even a score. Uh, but yeah, uh, follow us on Instagram. That's in the show notes below. Rate and review
1: us wherever you guys get it. Um, Do a sick '80s riff, yeah. you know, because that's fucking what Taika Waititi loves. Apparently, just that good old '80s music. You know? Hey, don't. Don't
0: knock the the YTD, dude. <laughs> I could give a shit about Waititi.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I guess we'll see him when he gets his Star Wars franchise you yeah. know, and see what he can do to that fucking...
3: I, I honestly believe that this movie is going to ruin a lot of his
1: opportunity going forward. Really?
3: Yeah. Do you think so? Oh, yeah. People are bitching like crazy on Twitter.
1: I think... Where Ragnarok was like the saving grace of Thor. This is now having the opposite effect. I think
3: what is happening is like people are like, oh, Waititi's cringe now and I actually never liked Thor Ragnarok or Jojo Rabbit and it's like okay cool and I'm sure people are gonna be like he played Hitler Ugh, what a fucking yeah. idiot you know what I mean like I bet you
0: anything so
2: like going like a Nazi forward. made the
0: new Thor movie <laughs> yeah exactly you know I saw I saw something recently it was uh, this is about DC uh-huh. but it was uh, it was a meme uh, and somebody said DC's coming out with a new movie it's called The Career Suicide Squad and it was <laughs> um, it was Ezra Miller Amber Heard uh-huh. and um, uh, Will Smith
3: oh, oh. the fucking <laughs> the Suicide yeah, Squad sla- god damn it
1: okay well um yeah <laughs> thank you guys thank so much guys. and we'll we'll see y'all some other time or see on another time or something so thank you. Okay, bye. Bye.
0: Sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep.